Hello and welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica Curry and I am your host. My name is Cassandra Cardenas and I am the other host here. Ooh, Cass, how have you uh how have you been trashed this week? I have a historical trash, but I also I want to give an update on last week's trash, which was also historical trash. One of the involved parties listens to this podcast and gave me a call and said, you know, I was listening to that and I was trying to remember exactly how that went down. And you really did instigate that. In fact, you started earlier in the night when you pointed out this and this and this and this. The microwave plate was just finally the straw that broke the camel's back. And I said, I don't remember all that other stuff, but I do believe you. (laughs) So I was just a big shit starter that whole night. I'm making it even trashier than I thought it was. But I, this week's historical trash is when I was in high school, freshman year of high school, I took dance instead of PE. And my, he was my friend at the time, although we did go on to date off and on our sophomore, junior, and senior year. This is my high school sweetheart. But we weren't dating in freshman year yet. We were just hooking up in the hallways. Yeah, friends with Benny's. <laughs> he was a bad guy. Anyways, so we did a we had to do our like final dance. And we were both very emo kids. And we did the final to this song called Buried a Lie by Census Fail. <laughs> um, and the subject of this song is that a woman has m- killed herself. But the guy who's singing the song says, I don't know, I'm pretty sure that someone killed you. So I'm going to dig up your body. I'm going to cut you open. And I'm going to, I'm going to dig up your body, bring it to my house, cut you open and figure out if in fact, you had been poisoned as opposed to shot in the face. And you know, I mean, he is successful. The chorus is, let's play Dr. Bay. We'll operate today. Incisions must be made. You could help solve this case. We need a scalpel now. Under white lights you lay. We've got to hurry up before the flesh decays away. Away. So I did an interpretive dance to this song. (laughs) Pretty sure I got a B. It's just, I mean, like the kind of music that I used to go so hard for that now I like... I love to still listen to it. I'll like put it on like when I go to the gym or something like that. Although gyms were before COVID, but you know, just in general, put it on. And I'm like, wow, I would scream this shit at the top of my lungs. And this is so abusive and insane towards women. Yeah. Like just the most (laughs) hateful shit. (laughs) I mean, this wasn't even the worst one. I mean, he was trying to figure out if she'd killed herself or not. But like still, like we're talking about digging up a woman's body and performing an at-home autopsy on her. (laughs) My God. Why are you trash? Well, when I was in college, I got a call from a family friend who is a politician and, you know, advocate. And he invited me to a gala. And I was like, yes, I'll go. But he was like, well, it's actually a gala, but you'd be going with a friend of mine. And I was like, okay, tell me more about this friend. And I'm 21 at the time. And so he's like, he's a lawyer and he's single. And if he goes to too many of these like fundraisers alone, people start to speculate that he might be a homosexual. Uh, 
<laughs> and I was like, well, A, that's insane and fucked up, Oklahoma. But let me make some calls and then I'll call you back. And he was like, all right, great, great. So I call and I do some background work and everybody comes up. He's harmless. He's harmless. You're fine. And so I go dress shopping and go to a fancy gala, gala, with this guy who was perfectly nice, wonderfully nice person. I proceeded to feel so anxious being around like money. It was like the who's who of society, like the lieutenant- Oklahoma society. Oklahoma society. Like Uh the lieutenant governor was there. Oh, wow. The CEOs of blank were there. A contestant from Project Runway who was from Oklahoma was there. And so I am snapping pictures. I got a picture with the lieutenant governor, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which at the time I was like, wow, a celebrity. (laughs) (laughs) So I get drunk. And early in the evening, he asked me what I do. And I'm like, I'm a student. And he's like, why? Yeah. Why don't we stick with that? Just say you're a law student. (laughs) Oh my God. And so I did. Did you get paid for this evening? Because it sounds like you were an escort. (laughs) Uh, So I have a friend who worked for the governor at the time. And I said, oh, my friend blank that works for the governor and they knew each other and it was all gravy. So I get hammered at this Mm. event. Just like, taking shots between courses of the meal being served. We're sitting at like the center table, like a nice table, very escort-y light. And so I've mentioned this friend all night and then I am hammered and can't drive. So I need somebody to pick me up because I, you know, valeted my car and I call said friend (laughs) and I go, oh my God, my cousin is going to come pick me up. And his face like, dropped a million when I changed it from my friend to my cousin to make it sound less threatening that like another man was coming to pick me up. Oh my God. Cass, it was absolutely wild. I called that family friend and I was like, thank you, but never again. I'm just like picturing, cause I've seen pictures of college age Erica Curry. This is one of the most tan versions of Erica Curry. Yes. <laughs> so just tan, young, going to a gala for free. Yes. As like an escort. Thousand dollar a plate gala. You know what I mean? And did this guy really think that bringing like young college students was better than being accused of being homosexual? I think he attended events alone after the wreckage of my presence. <laughs> oh, wow. That's fun. I've always wanted to go to a gala. It, I've been to three, and they're very nice and very fancy. You've been to three galas? Yes, all through circumstances where I didn't have to pay. Of course. <laughs> I Just was a guest. <laughs> yeah, I want to be a guest to a gala. We'll make it happen. We've got some society people that listen to this podcast. Invite some me to a gala. Some of the upper crust listen to this podcast. Totally. <laughs> Do you want to get into our first story, which involves the lower crust of society? Absolutely. So this is coming from Instagram, but also there's an article about it on DailyMail.co. Florida manatee is found with Trump carved into its back. The manatee was first seen Sunday in the Hermosa River in Citrus County. 
A video of the manatee showed Trump was carved into the algae on its back. Manatees are endangered species and federal offense to harass them. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is now searching for the person responsible for scratching Trump's name onto the animal's back. And Citrus County voted overwhelmingly for Trump during the November election. So basically, some guy or some kids or something like that mutilated an animal. In the name of Trump. This is bad shit. This is... To harm an animal... And I know I'm saying this on my hypocrite throne because I am a meat eater, but to intentionally maim and harm a free creature, I'm just, I'm grossed out. Like, it's beyond trashy. Yeah, it's a bummer. And you're also saying that as a farm girl. As a farm girl. As someone that has slaughtered and eaten their own animals. It's disgusting. Yeah, so I don't have a shit ton to say about this. This is just a fucking bummer and it's so gross. And I hope that they find the person that did it because, I mean, this is like, you know, the level of like putting firecrackers and stray cats kind of shit. It's just like animal abuse because that's, you've got some hate in your heart. Absolutely. And that's allegedly the story of how I got my first cat. My cousin uh, said she found some boys in a parking lot like tossing this cat back and forth and threatening to abuse it and put cracker firecrackers in it it was right before the fourth of july and so she like stole the cat from them and then they were leaving on vacation the next day so they were like you gotta come get this cat if you want this cat erica all right i'll be there people still do that shit That's the story. I am not 100% convinced that my cousin didn't just steal somebody's house cat. (laughs) But if if the first story is to be believed, they were threatening to harm with firecrackers. And McCullough would have never been in my life. Oh, that's sweet. I find it so, like, not fun trash. Just the absolute dredge of society. Stinky trash. Our next story... From the rollingstone.com. Also, you can find it on the nydailynews.com or pretty much fucking anywhere. One day after Google banned Parler, the free speech social media app favored by Trump supporters from its app store, Apple followed suit. And then Amazon, who hosts the app, took it offline as well. Bye. Here's the thing I don't mind if conservatives have a place where they can gather in a healthy way. I don't mind that it was more right wing. It is the literal incitement of violence and death threats on this website that were refused to be policed. I mean, there's still conservative shit that you can do on Facebook, isn't there? Absolutely. You just can't plan mobs. That's all. Just don't plan mobs. And, you know, plan to overthrow the government or to murder Nancy Pelosi. Or to threaten to hang the vice president of the United States. Yeah. So Apple announced Parler had 24 hours to implement a moderation improvement plan or risk banishment, citing complaints that the app was used to plan and execute the domestic terror attack attack on the U.S. Capitol. By the next morning, it was the top trending app on the App Store, but Apple removed it later in the day. Said we always supported diverse views of being in, represented on the App Store, but there is no place on our platform for threats of violence and illegal activity. Parlor has not taken adequate measures to address the proliferation of these threats to people's safety, is what Apple said in a statement. However, Parlor is suing Amazon, which recently suspended its 
use of the app on its hosting platform. Filed early Monday, emergency lawsuits sought in vain to stop Amazon Web Services from pulling the plug on Parler. It claimed the action would violate antitrust legislation. I mean, that's kind of an interesting line for my brain to walk. Because I I do think that these big companies need to be broken up and that they shouldn't be in charge of what we see, which is what all those antitrust, that stuff is happening with they're breaking up Facebook and all that business. However, I still don't think that, you know, someone's crazy uncle should be able to download an app that allows him to get fed conspiracy theories enough that inspire him to go and commit treason and terrorism. So, you know, on the one hand, my brain is saying it's a private company and they can do whatever they want. And on the other hand, I'm like, me, wait, that's a that's a slippery slope. It can be a slippery slope. Like, I totally agree. I don't want people becoming radicalized through social media, which is what what it is. Mm -hmm. Social media is the easiest way to get radicalized. Mm -hmm. It becomes an echo chamber of the algorithm feeding you exactly what you think what it needs to keep you on the app. It's well, just- not to mention like, the way that it, the reason that Parler shot up to the top of the app store is because Facebook was like, we're not fucking doing this anymore. We've done it for too long and way too long in my opinion, but Facebook and all the other apps and all the other social media platforms were like, we're fucking done. We're done with Trump. We're done with this guy. You guys are storming the fucking Capitol at this point. We're done with it. And so, this, these people weren't going like like they weren't they they were going to find a place where they could keep doing bad stuff. That's why Parler got so popular because they were like, oh, we're not allowed to do bad stuff here, so we need to go here where we're allowed to do bad shit. I don't uh, see any other use for this for this uh, social media platform if not to just do to find a place where you can safely say and do the worst shit. They're now flocking to Telegram, right? Which is not as easy to use and like used by journalists and stuff like that, but they get it's, shut down. It's, it's really, it's not easy to like use telegraph. So, I mean, I, this kind of stuff is splintering and abolishing these kinds of movements from being easy, which is a good thing because regardless of where your political views stand, I really fucking hope that you understand that storming the U S Capitol is not the business. Exactly. Like, I think we can all unite in saying majority of people that represented uh, the, the minority in this country. Very, very loud voices for a small minority. Not as small as is comfortable, however, mm-hmm. small nonetheless. You know, I mean, I'm sure that most of my Republican family members that I have are not stoked that there was a police officer bludgeoned to death by a fire hydrant or a, a fire extinguisher you know, while these people raged through the Capitol. I mean, there was a guy with fucking zip ties, dude. They were looking for hostages. It it wasn't just like regular strength zip ties. Like they were the, the plastic, the Insta cuffs. Yeah. So this is a lot of like conspiracy theory, fucking psycho scariness, but we at trashy trashy, we don't push baseless conspiracy theories. You know who does women with a lot of time on their hand. Wait, that's us. (laughs) Oh, no. That is us. (laughs) Who else? Who else? (laughs) Fix the segue. (laughs) Country Music Housewives. There we go. Yes. According to Rollingstone.com, why are country music wives pushing baseless conspiracy theories? 
With nearly 2 million followers on Instagram, Jason Aldean's wife, Brittany, is at the forefront of emerging trend in Nashville, the country-wide political conspiracist. Last Wednesday, after a mob of Trump supporters egged on by the president forcibly broke into the U.S. Capitol, Brittany Aldean shared an image of two of the rioters on our Instagram stories. Quote, Antifa disguised as Trump supporters. She captioned it, quote, shocker. Can I just say something really fast to the listener, too? Because me and Erica had this conversation last week, and it it bears repeating. Well, we had a conversation amongst ourselves, not on Trashy Trashy. We know that you guys don't come here from politics news, but, I mean, this is trash. These stupid fucking country singers' wives using their platform to spread Antifa was there kind of craziness. I'm just saying that this is definitely in our ballpark, in case you're listening and being like, ugh. Why do they keep talking about politics? I'm sorry. Allegedly, Jason Aldean performed at my university, Brittany's husband, and I was a part of the committee that helped plan it. Why are you saying allegedly? Allegedly, that that those are things that could have happened. And allegedly, he invited underage girls onto his tour bus. Oh, fuck. <laughs> allegedly. Like, I'm talking like 19-year-olds. Well, they're not underage then. They're just under drinking age. Under drinking age. I'm sorry. I should have clarified. Under drinking age. Okay. Yeah. Because that's a that's a, that's a big allegedly. No, allegedly. Yeah, of course. Allegedly, he performed at a college and allegedly wanted a party with some young college girls after. They took shots. It's allegedly. Oh, no. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> Back to the story. Yes, of course. My my apologies. So Brittany Aldean is not the only one who's doing this. Brittany Kelly, the wife of Florida Georgia Line member Brian Kelly, she's posting an Instagram story rife with conspiratorial buzzwords such as, there are still a lot of conscious people who have done their research at the elite power players behind the candidates and their agendas. This runs deep. May we all unite and prevail against the powers that be. Okay. Conscious people? That's a rude statement. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we're conscious. We got our finger on the pulse. We know what's up. We know what's up. We're we're awake, if you will. Yeah, we get it. And we're conscious to know that the Democratic Party is not drinking the blood of children to stay alive forever. Stay yeah. in power forever. Excuse me. Yeah, Kelly was early in the summer supported the Wayfair child trafficking conspiracy, which believed that kids were being trafficked by an online furniture company. And she and her husband have also questioned if COVID lockdowns are part of some agenda. Mm, we love that. We love a COVID agenda. We love um, a COVID denier. We love a COVID mm-hmm. agenda. She did, however, post a, a photo of her waving a flag out on the like through the top of a fucking Ford Bronco driven by her spouse. And the caption said, God, please protect our country and the people who fight for our freedom every day, praying for peace and unity of all. And then elaborated in another post. I do not believe in violence or mobs slash cults rioting or storming buildings. I do not believe patriots are the people storming the building. See, that's the thing. She's not condoning the violence, but I don't think that she thinks that it's her people doing it. She does. Exactly. Like this is a, as close to a dog whistle as you can do for stupid people. 
Also, like, fun. Are we calling QAnon a cult now? Are we calling the cuties a cult, finally? <laughs> the cutie cult. I was trying to think to myself yesterday when I was getting out of my car, what should we call our listeners? Oh my God. Trash cans, not trash cans. cans. Or like trash bags. (laughs) If you don't follow us on social media, I posted a meme sent in by a listener that said, you're a trash can, not a trash can't. Yeah, I like trash cans. I like trash cans. You little trash cans. Hey, all you trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know who's not a trash can? My girl, Xena. Oh, yes, baby. Hottie, big hottie Lucy Lawless is not a trash can. Uh, according to consequenceofsound.net, Erica's favorite website, Lucy Lawless slays Hercules Kevin Sorbo for spreading misinformation about the Capitol riots. I'm sorry, you guys. We'll be over this soon. But, like, literally, were you fucking there? What else is there to talk about? (laughs) Honesty. God. Question. Did, as a child, did Lucy Lawless's portrayal of Xena tip your Kinsey scale? What's a Kinsey scale? the, The sexual spectrum scale. Oh, yeah. I yeah, for sure as a child I was like, do I like women? Yeah, I mean I'm openly fucking queer as fuck. So like mm-hmm. there's no question that seeing Xena on television was and I like a brunette. So yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a I think the first one that really like kind of like aligned with puberty was um Kate Beckinsale, but uh but definitely as a young child, Lucy Lawless was doing something to me. Yeah. Couldn't put my finger on it, but can't, I can't know. But I loved both Hercules and young Hercules, starring a young Ryan Gosling. Really? Yes. I was a big fan. I don't. I never watched Hercules. I didn't even really watch Xena, but I felt like Xena was more like just kind of pop culture-y in the sense that yeah. like... Probably for not a good reason, if I think about it, you know, because it's like probably to sexually exploit Lucy Lawless, which is what we're doing right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. We're no better than 90s 90s TV executives. We shouldn't be trash cans. No, our people are trash. Oh, trash cans, you said. Trash cans. (laughs) Oh, I was ready to come at you. I was going to defend our listeners. That's how mama loves you. Trash cans. (laughs) It's been decades since Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, and Xena, Warrior Princess, last had a crossover, but the lead stars of both 90 shows changed that on social media the other night. When Kevin Sorbo, who played the muscular Greek hero, claimed left-wing agitators caused the Capitol insurrection on January 6th, Lucy Lawless herself came to rescue to liberate him and stop the spread of misinformation. The digital battle started when Rogan O'Hanley... An attorney and Donald Trump supporter shared a picture of a known QAnon and far-right extremists inside the Capitol hallway and suggested that they were actually violent Democrats. Do these look like Trump supporters or leftist agitators disguised as Trump supporters, he tweeted. Also, like, I saw the picture. They have, like, the fucking shaman guy in this and, like, some guy with a Confederate flag. Like, I'm sorry that you guys look like cartoon characters of yourselves, but, like, I don't think this was Antifa putting on clown outfits. Like, I think... If I were, were just, yeah, if I were writing this, I would be like, mm, "That's a bit much." Like, yeah, it, <laughs> that's Same. a hat on a hat. 
I'd be like, let's just put them in some camo. I don't I don't know if they're gonna show up with face paint and like the whole Viking helmet. I that seems a little much. Anyways, so Sorbo retweeted it. He said they don't look like patriots to me. Dun dun dun. So insert Lucy Lawless, Xena herself. Hmm. While countless Twitter users stepped in to prove Sorbo wrong, clearly providing interviews, photographs, and other evidence that clearly identifies the trespassers in the photo as real-life Trump supporters, she stepped in and said, No, Peanut, they are not patriots. They are your flying monkeys, homegrown terrorists, QAnon actors. They are the douchebags that go out and do the evil bidding of people like you who wind them up like toys and let them do their worst. For good measure... She added the hashtag keeping your filthy hands clean and hashtag enabler in case he didn't get the message. Mm. I mean, this is a great tweet because you're establishing familiarity by her calling him peanut or if she's never called him peanut before, then that's just a fucking slam. Mm-hmm. Um, and she people like you to wind them up like toys and let them do their worst. See that that statement shows a pity not empathy but pity on these people which is something that i feel as well i mean these are just human beings who have been really really fucking radicalized in a way that i don't think that if they get out of it they might not recognize themselves i've read articles from people that that were a part of QAnon. i couldn't get out i didn't see the dark for the light yeah So, but like to say like, you know, rich, like people who don't have to like do anything themselves, treating them like toys. I mean, that's, that's some good stuff. Mm -hmm. Let's get into our next story from out.com. Hackers use remote chastity cages to extort unsuspecting fetishists. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful stuff. So in a community, in a stunning development for a community of men who like to engage in chastity play, hackers have exploited a security flaw in the software for the popular remotely controlled male chastity devices. So your app that unlocks the chastity belt, it ain't working. Your junk is locked. I'm not here to kink shame, but I think it's so insane that technology has caught up with people's needs and desires. What do you mean? (laughs) That the fact that this is Bluetooth controlled... I well, think it's Erica, kind of amazing. I mean, what's the that, point of technology if it's not to suit our needs and desires? You know, I I'm like I'm blown away, honestly, that there's a Bluetooth way to do this instead of the old fashioned like lock and key. Sure, I mean, there's probably still some people who are interested in the lock and key method. Mm-hmm. I'm a little confused though because do they not get to go potty while they have their chastity belt on? <laughs> I I don't know if it has a a hole, a pee hole. Because the pee comes out of the same place as the, you know, the cum. So I, but like, do you have to be hard in order to come? <laughs> and this has been Anatomy Corner with Cass and Erica. <laughs> Two people who don't know how penises work. <laughs> There's no way I can just rocket that text message off to my boyfriend with no... Uh, no context. <laughs> with no context. So I guess we'll just never know. And I definitely don't want to fuck with my Google search to find that <laughs> That's a DuckDuckGo search. Yeah. So any male listeners, <laughs> feel free to remain anonymous. <laughs> my almost might prefer it. Can you come while you're not all... I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, we're off topic. 
a little bit. According to a report from Vice.com, security experts at Pen Test Partners in the United Kingdom found the flaw in the software used to control Quee's cellmate cage back in October, and now some of the users are receiving random demands to unlock the penises imprisoned in their devices. Chastity is a mode of orgasm denial that encompasses both mental and device-driven practices. While it has been seen throughout history, these days device-driven chastity is seen as a fetish most popularly seen through the usage of cages. The process centers submission, dabbles in body modification, and for some includes humiliation play. The use of chastity crosses scenes between both same and opposite sex couples, and when you think about it, permanently losing control of your cage could be a turn-on for some, but not all. As Vice reports, some techies have out-teched. One user reportedly received a message from his cellmate cage was permanently locked unless he paid a ransom of roughly $750 in Bitcoin. When he checked his device, he learned to his horror that it was locked and he couldn't open it. Fortunately, I didn't have the lock on myself while this happened, Robert reported via online chat. Another victim received a similar demand, which began simply announcing, your cock is mine. Heads up, I did Google it quickly. Not not the coming while soft thing, but like you can pee in these. Oh, okay. Cool. So that's good. I was nervous, honestly, because like how much is 750 Bitcoin these days? That's, I mean, that's, oh, wow. That's a lot of money. That's $27,653,400. Jesus Christ. They might have met $750 in Bitcoin. I could have misread. But that's what, that's, that's it though. That's how much 27 or $750 in Bitcoin equals. One Bitcoin is worth $36,000. Yeah, Bitcoin's gone up. I know you don't you don't come to trashy trashy for your financial news and literacy, but let me tell you, you should have bought Bitcoin four years ago. No shit. I don't even know how to use normal money. (laughs) I think that's clear by the way I speak. The arousal factor for me is losing control and handing it over to your partner. Caged jock told out back in 2019 when we did a feature on the community. A lot of people think practicing chastity as a kink means abstinence, and that's not true. It's not about totally denying sex or coming. It's about letting your partner decide how and when it happens. Bum, bum, bum. So this is a bummer. I hope I hope they get their dicks out soon. <laughs> Speaking of getting out soon, our next story comes to us from applenews.com. Trump supporters thought they found a Facebook group for them. It became their worst nightmare. A Facebook group supposedly for Donald Trump supporters turned into a masterclass in trolling over the weekend when the Stop the Steal group changed its name to Gay Communists for Socialism. Mm. Current members stinging after Trump's electoral loss didn't take the update well, but the rest of the internet was watching the drama unfold and laughing the entire time. Yeah, it was fun. There was a lot of just like posts of people being like, Wait, I didn't join some gay socialist group. And then people being like, change it back. You know my favorite part about this? And I haven't been on, like, I have a Facebook, but I don't post on Facebook. Are you required to use, like, backdrops and fonts and shit? Or can you just post something normal? You can still post normal, but backdrops All of these people were using, like, backdrops and fonts and stuff like that to express their rage and i'm like why are you guys doing the most like i don't know why i found that part funny (laughs) 
Get me off this page. I did not join this group, says one user. Another says, if I am in this group, delete me. <laughs> God, boomers. Boomers. It's got to be, right? What happened to stop the steal? I'm not for socialism, said on a backdrop. <laughs> said on a backdrop. My favorite was it's the backdrop of, my, oh, I have to find it. No, I'm not going to find it. I'm just going to vaguely remember it. It's like on the backdrop of like, it's black with like spider webs. It's a very Halloween-y backdrop. And it said, must been hacked. I did not send out invites to gay socialism or something like that. Oh, classic. I love it. <laughs> you know what I love? Our next story. Yeah. Uh, according to QueerTea.com, Kellyanne Conway's estranged husband's belongings are being sold on eBay, daughter says. Kellyanne Conway, one of the saviors of democracy, <laughs> daughter to Claudia, one of the suckers of democracy out of this nation. She dropped a major bomb over the weekend when she announced on TikTok that her father, George, had walked out on the family. Now, the 16-year-old says she's auctioning off all his belongings on eBay. Uh, have you come across Claudia's TikTok? Yes. It's, like, intense. I hope that she's in some type of therapy. So her mother, for those of you who don't know who Claudia Conway is, Kellyanne is one of the mouthpieces for the Trump administration. And she resigned due to family trouble because her husband is a quote, Democrat, and was in charge of the Lincoln Project on Twitter. I didn't know that. I didn't know that's why she resigned. She resigned to be to spend more time with her family, but Claudia was on TikTok, like on the daily, blowing her family up in some way. Yeah. So now dad walked out, and so she's like posting TikToks in his, in his closet, like wearing his clothes and like auctioning his shit up on eBay and like, a prized collection of vaping cartridges <laughs> and I mean, it's it's mm, i don't have a lot of sympathy for kellyanne conway right but i do have a lot um, I, yeah say it I, I i i feel a lot of sympathy for this fractured family i guess mm-hmm. you know can't wait to see an apple tv series about it I mean, when you're the mouthpiece for the dogs of hell for four years, yeah, I don't know how you expect to stay in a marriage. Yeah. Well, and also, like, to hold the respect of your teenage daughter. Oh, which she, she <laughs> Claudia made her mother a laughingstock when she posted a video of herself dancing to a Donald Trump diss track. I love it. I mean, I, I love it in because I'm a trash can. Just like all of you listeners, trash cans. This kind of links to our next story because this is also about a bunch of laughing stocks. According to Rollingstone.com, Jared and Ivanka aren't sharing toilets with people who have agreed to die for them. Taxpayers have spent more than $100,000 to find bathrooms for Secret Service agents because they can't use any of the seven toilets in Jared and Ivanka's home. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> this story doesn't feel real. Oh, no. I, I'm like, I'm not trying to say it's like fake news. This seems insane. Like, are they really allowed to say like, no, you can't? Like, don't the Secret Service have to be in the house? So like, why wouldn't they be able to use the bathrooms? Because Jared and Ivanka are pieces of shit and don't think that people that serve them or work for them deserve to have bathrooms. 
That's fair. So they've been now looking. There there was a porta potty installed near the Trump Kushner home, but the then the neighbors were like, get that shit out of here. And then they started using the bathroom in the garage of a nearby house where Barack Obama and his family live because that garage, you know, was already converted to a command post for Obama's security detail. But then they were like, not Obama, but like the, the Secret Service that serves Obama is like, you can't come here because you guys made made a mess in our bathroom. Fuck you. And so they've been now like using local business bathrooms or they've been driving to the Naval Observatory where the vice president lives. They knocked on a neighbor's door discussing renting the basement studio. And <laughs> that's what they've ended up doing. So they're just renting a studio just to poop and chill because Jared and Ivanka use all six bathrooms at once. I guess when you're that big of an asshole, you really would need to use that. <laughs> that you know what? That's a fucking great joke. It's not even like they clean their own bathrooms. Like, miss me. There's no fucking way that they don't have a housekeeper. So what do you care? You're what do allowed you care? to say, you're allowed to say, hey guys, we've got six and a half bathrooms. I'd prefer it if you didn't use this one in the bedroom and this one downstairs. But like, yeah, those are those are our private bathrooms. But there's fine. a guest bathroom dedicated solely to Secret Service. People if that have a three and a half, you have enough for Secret Service. You have a half bath for a Secret Service. I mean, you have a full bath for them too if they need a shower. Because apparently, sometimes they need a shower. They're here all day. They've literally agreed to die for your protection. Man, I cannot. Uh, I cannot wait to see. The obscurity that Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner are about to live in after this is all over. Well, that's, I hope we just stop fucking talking about them. Like, don't give them the press that they so much desire. You know, all all press is good press. That's true. I think Ivanka Trump literally thought that she was going to be the first female president. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say that she's not going to be. No. You know who won't also be the first female president? Oh, one of our favorite little trash cans. Yeah, according to Yahoo.com, fans have finally turned on Lana Del Rey, and there's a timeline of how she ruined her own reputation. Guess who did it? We did, because we talked about all of these fucking stories. (laughs) Trashy, trashy took down Lana Del Rey. (laughs) Sorry. We did it. (laughs) I'm going to be honest, I own two of her albums on vinyl. I do find the woman talented, but she is a fucking mess. Yeah, most people do, but she's just, I mean, someone can be talented and still have a gun pointed at their own foot all the time. <laughs> that sounds like something my, like an old-timey grandpa would have said. Thank you. <laughs> That's kind of my aesthetic these days. My 2021 aesthetic is just like old-timey grandpa. Well, Lana Del Rey's aesthetic is old Hollywood glamour mixed with dreamy music but it's this timeline it started in may when del rey posted an unprompted public statement about her own reputation for quote glamorizing abuse she was criticized for name dropping and tearing down other artists in the statement mostly women of color but repeatedly doubled down and insisted that she's not racist the statement essentially was like her naming like ariana grande and cardi b and beyonce and you know whatever and saying now that they've, you know, all had number one singles, like shaking their asses and like talking about like 
you know, cheating and sucking dick or whatever. <laughs> I forgot. I'm, you know, this is basically this de- sentiment. She's like, can I go back to singing about like, you know, dreamy, unperfect love? Yikes. I like that you included Ariana Grande as a woman of color. <laughs> she did. She said that in her statement. And then I know. people were like, I'm, I'm not, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I understand. You know what it is, though, is that like I included Ariana Grande when I was saying her statement from my own brain because she did a song with Ariana Grande. Yeah. I'm like, you're coming for someone that you've worked with, bro. That's not how you make a good, good relationship. No. So months later, Del Rey was criticized for wearing a seemingly ineffective mesh mask. Even though later she said that it had a plastic lining. We talked about that on this podcast. Most recently, Del Rey unveiled her new album cover and preemptively defended the photo's diversity writing, My best friends are rappers. My boyfriends have been rappers. The album cover is a group of women and not a lot of diversity is represented in this group. So she just, I mean, what? Google the album cover. We'll post it on our social media when we talk about this story. But she just... Uh, she just sucks <laughs> because it's a bunch of white women so then she was like don't worry i've dated rappers yes yeah i have a black friend is what she said she's not on the cover but i do have her i mean oh, whatever it doesn't matter um shortly after she was criticized for saying trump doesn't know that he's inciting a riot <laughs> the, be that as it may lana del rey he still did it be that as it may I just don't understand why she has to drag other women down to, like, get her point across. Mm, Probably because she has a lot of internalized misogyny that's eating her alive. And it's represented in her music. I mean, she is... It's good music. It's problematic as fuck, but it's, like, good music. (laughs) I think, like, just, like, make your problematic music and just be quiet the rest of the time, you know? Yeah. That's what Adele does. Yeah, you never hear about Adele... Unless she's suddenly lost weight, which yeah. I think is bullshit that that's, like, covered at all. People fucking lost their minds, though. They were like, oh, my God, this fat fatty whose music we like is finally a skinny skinny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank the world. Now we'll we'll let her host Saturday Night Live because we think she might be funny. Well, yeah. Every pound of fat is a pound of unfunniness, Erica. That she shed plug there's a really great podcast by your fat friend she wrote on the internet for years under the pseudonym your fat friend and has a really informative instagram but her and michael hobbs have a podcast called maintenance phase and i just want Mm. to take a moment to plug it because it's very good and it talks about diet culture and it talks about our obsession with thinness correlating to health and it's really good Cool. So Um, unsolicited plug. We love that. We'll move on to our next story. According to businessinsider.com, Bumble has removed its political filter after people said that they used it to lure conservatives who were at the Capitol riot into sending incriminating evidence. (laughs) The dating app Bumble has temporarily removed its political identification filter to prevent misuse. The move came after women were tweeting about using the filter to find conservatives who took part in the Capitol breach and passing evidence onto law enforcement. If you haven't been on a dating app, some of them you can, pretty much all of them, you can put your political leanings on there. And then I think even on Bumble and some of the other ones, if you choose for the paid feature, 
rather than just the free one, you can even filter those results. You can filter a lot of things like you can if you're like, you know, Catholic, and you only want to date someone else who's Catholic, you can, you know, filter out all the other non Catholics and the same thing you can do with the political party. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that like, either they were setting their own, you know, political preference to conservative, so that the other conservatives that they would swipe on would be more willing to talk to them, or they literally, they did both where they paid for the feature where they only saw conservatives. I think it's brilliant. And I know, I'm sorry, we're talking about the Capitol riot again, but these people like are fucking proud of themselves. Yeah, they were sending, okay, so so this movement came after a woman tweeted about using the filter to find conservatives who took part in the Capitol breach and passing on the evidence of those photos to law enforcement. So these people willingly submitted photos of them breaking the law as like a bragging point. Yeah, like it's like swipe right, swipe right. Okay, you guys matched. Hey, what's up? Oh, nothing. Um, do you live in DC? No, I, I'm just I'm making this up. But there's no proof of this. I'm just I I fucking have been on dating apps long enough to know. I'm not on them right now, but you know, I was. But like it's what up? Nothing. What's up? Do you live in DC? No, just in town. Oh, really? For what? Did you see Trump's speech? LOL, winky face. Yeah, I did, baby. I was actually at the Capitol. OMG. Really? Yeah. See? Here's a picture of it, along with a picture of my penis. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, how stupid do you have to be? I'm, they're stupid. I, you see all the interviews, that one woman who got pet maced in the face, and she's like, my name is Elizabeth, and I live in Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the, the Animaniacs remix with that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Did I send that to you? I think so. <laughs> Oops. Oh, that was so funny. Yeah, I watched that like 15 times. So Bumble took away this feature and people, their critics have been saying that they're doing that in order to protect the rioters. And Bumble said, nah. We'd rather make money still. Yeah, basically. Cowards. Um, so, I mean, the Bumble's like, uh-uh, we're not protecting them. We got rid of their profiles. It's like, they're not posting the pictures of them at the Capitol on their profiles. You got a DM for that. Yeah, you got to get into it with them. Although high key, maybe some of them are posting pictures of them in the Capitol. <laughs> like considering how readily they're able to give that information away. Yeah. Uh, are you ready for it? Oh, I'm, I'm ready. Okay, let's get into the dumpster fire of the week. <laughs> got shrimp on the barbie. What the fuck is going on with Army Hammer? Okay, like, sorry, trash cans. Like, uh, we made you go through all that capital talk, but we're bringing it home with that real trashy shit. Army Hammer and his weird fucking Instagram messages where he just longs for blood and human flesh. Army Hammer is a cannibal. So we've we're pulling by the way from like four or five different websites right now. Like we got Daily Mail, we got Consequence of Sound, which is Erica's favorite website. We have insider.com, like Rolling Stone. Everybody is fucking talking about this right now. And if you're unaware of this, there's been some DMs that have been leaked 
that are allegedly from Army Hammer with some of his, you know, former lovers between like 2016 and 2020. Here's an example of some of them. Oh my God, that just made me so hard and it makes me confused as to why. Is that even possible? So hard thinking of holding your heart in my hand and controlling when it beats. I am 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. Fuck, that's scary to admit. I've never admitted that before. I've cut the heart out of a living animal before and eaten it while still warm. I'm not choosing which ones to read. That all comes, that's six, that's nine texts in a row. Forget double texting. He nine texted all of that shit in a row. (laughs) Damn, bro. I was in the shower. Like, I'll respond in a second. (laughs) Wow. I am utterly speechless that a privileged white man would have the time to take to take these text messages to this level. I know. It's shocking. You don't often see privileged white men's with crazy kinks, do you? <laughs> and we're not here to kink shame. No. Everyone's welcome under our tent. Here's the thing. Is it shocking that this came out? Like, no. <laughs> I don't know why. I just always had a feeling. He's one of those guys where like, you give me Army Hammer or you give me like one of those Scars guards or something like that. And you go, oh, he's a freak. I'd be like, yeah. If any okay. of the Scars guards turns out to, to be freaks, I will be pleasantly happy. <laughs> That's fair. I'm talking Bill. I'm talking the other, the younger ones. I'm talking the older Scars guard. The whole family's invited. Okay, all invited to your your kink party. <laughs> so I don't really see like the big deal. Like I, I, it's fun and it's trashy to talk about, but like people are like, you know, up in arms about this, and it's kind of like he's it. It's kinky. Like I don't see anywhere in these DMs that the person he's talking to is like being like blocking him or being like, please don't say these things to me. But also, I'm not trying to victim blame here. I'm just saying, like, it seems like they were participating in his weird kinky stuff. They call themselves kittens. They're working out a five-year timeline of Army Hammer's relationships with various women. I think what's shocking to people is, like, domination is still something that a lot of people don't understand the consent that goes into it, like, around it. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like the main the main thing is people not understanding but at the same time like I'm not complicit with like rape threats or rape play. Sure. But again like this is what they're doing. And if they're doing it consenting, you know, and that this is what they're into, what what can we say? If you have something that you're into and you find someone else who is also into it, then that's kind of fair game. As long as that other person isn't like a child. I think a lot of people's issue is like the power that celebrity has with it. And like, they think it's like undue influence. That's fair. I couldn't say no is how these people are feeling is what I'm Okay. Is what I'm interpreting. Yeah. Okay. I get that. I understand that where it's like, I, this all started out as me wanting to have sex with Army Hammer. And then I didn't realize he was going to you know, ask me for a vial of my blood. Right. Or that's fair. Or talk about eating my heart. (laughs) Sure. So since all this started happening last week, Army Hammer has dropped out of his movie that he was just about to start filming with uh, J-Lo. 
He says he hasn't acknowledged that any of this is true. He, he, in fact, I think he's denying it, mm-hmm. but he did say like, I can't go off and film a movie right now with all this happening. Like I need to just be with my kids. Well, speaking of his kids, he's in a messy divorce, I believe, with a custody agreement where he has to drug test to see his children. And then he was his Finsta, his like fake Instagram account that he keeps with his friends. uh, It's not a Finsta. It's just a it's just a private one. It's just a private one. Am, Am I old? Do I not understand? Finsta is a fake Instagram that you make so that you can stalk people without them knowing that you're stalking them. Oh, God, I'm a boomer. Yeah. So like if you let's say that you um, are dating someone and you want to stalk their ex-girlfriend, but their ex-girlfriend's page is private, maybe or or it's not private, but you want to watch her stories. The thing you do is you use a Finsta and then that fake Instagram account will start following and maybe then they'll say, okay, oh, you can follow me and then you stalk or either way that fake Instagram will be watching their stories. I am not speaking from experience. I cannot emphasize that enough. I do not. You know what? If you want to stalk, baby, the internet is there for you. And I'm not shaming people who do this. That's why I know that this exists because I know people who do this. Me personally, not not a big stalker. I have an ex-boyfriend who I doubt listens to this podcast, but does still check my Instagram stories. Oh, well. And it, yeah. it's like weirdly validating. Oh, 100%. I still have like random like men or women that I've went on like a few dates with and things kind of blew up or like someone ghosts. My favorite is when they ghost you, but then they still watch your shit. It's kind of like, okay. When it's like, it didn't work out. Oh, I think we should be better. I kind of just see you as a friend and I'm like, okay, well that's fine. But like, I don't watch all my friends' stories. I watch everyone's stories. (laughs) I watch your stories. I watch yours. Thanks. Anyway, so Army Hammer has a private Instagram that only a few friends follow. And he talks on his private Instagram about um, how he bitches about the drug tests that he has to take in order to see his child or his children. Excuse me. And he said, uh, documented taking his at-home drug test, writing all negative bitches. To be fair, I had THC and benzos in my piss, but who doesn't? Yeah, and he also bragged that DMT doesn't show up on drug tests. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. God. And then he also said, um, you know, because his children are living with his uh, estranged wife in the Cayman Islands. And so he's like, you know, I fucking hate having to go, or because she won't bring them back to America. He's like, I fucking hate having to go to the Cayman Islands. The one benefit is that I get to fuck Miss Cayman. And there's a picture of this woman in lingerie facing away from the camera, but in like on all fours, with red marks on her ass. I mean, this private Instagram that his random friends are following is juicy. Wild. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think I'm that good friends with anybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry to say I, I would not send you that video. <laughs> Army, it's called a group chat, my dude. <laughs> you can delete the text messages afterwards. Yeah, or like figure out how to use Snapchat or something. I don't I don't know about this. But Army Hammer's also like 34. So I mean, he's he's our age. He's our age. He's figuring it out. <laughs> he's doing his best. <laughs> he's a millennial. What what can we say? You know how mills love to be cannibals. 
Mm, yummy, yummy. Well, you know, we'd be able to afford houses if we wouldn't stop buying avocado toast with human meat on them. <laughs> oh, I love financial shaming. Yeah, it's good stuff. So, I mean, this is a dumpster fire that I'm just fucking here for. Mm-hmm. I hope that these women are okay, and I apologize to what, uh, for what I said. You explained it in a way that made sense to me of why this is probably problematic. But on the off chance that everybody was consenting here, then I think that we should probably just, you know, leave Army Hammer alone and let him do his freaky stuff. Let it be, if you will. Do you think he'll ever get another role after this? Oh, for sure. The The world has a small memory. That's true. I mean, Mel Gibson still works, so. Yeah, Tim Allen works. I mean, he's not that bad, I guess. <laughs> what did he do again? He's just a conservative weirdo. He had like a suitcase full of drugs in his trunk once. Like, wasn't he, he has, like selling drugs? He has been arrested for cocaine, but that was back in the day. Who hasn't? Who, <laughs> who in the 70s wasn't arrested for cocaine? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like the celebrity who's done like the worst shit, but is still working. Didn't fucking like Christopher Walken kill someone? He might have been involved in Natalie Wood's, allegedly in Natalie Wood's death. <laughs> He was on the boat that evening. Weird. Yeah, I think something freaky went down, but... But he talks funny. But he talks funny, and he was in that Fat Boy Slim video, remember? I do remember. Hey, are you hoarding anything this week? I am. I'm hoarding the Wow Rude podcast by Danielle Perez and Madison Shepard, two friends, friends of the pod, and they are just two very funny women chatting with segments and i think if you like trashy trashy you will dig the vibe of wow rude a lot okay yeah what about you what are you hoarding i this came out a while ago but i'm hoarding i just watched legendary on hbo max Mm-hmm. I finally finished it and uh, it's about it's a competition that different houses compete doing ballroom oh well, yeah legendary about- yeah we have talked about this yeah it's amazing yeah so I finally finished it I kind of just like because I watched it at, like a few months ago randomly and I only got a couple episodes and then HBO Max was like we don't know how to work with Amazon TVs bye bye and so I was like fuck and no, now I kind of have it figured out and that show's fucking awesome you know, I have a friend that's in House of Ninja. <gasps> what? A she girl. Said? Yeah. A girl I went to college with was a, like an alternate for the show. Oh my God. She says the best on House of Ninja. We love House of Ninja. Yes. Yeah. The show's so much fun. And like, I've just been so into reality television lately more than I ever have. Not, not just all reality, specifically reality competition shows, which by the way, I know you were watching Survivor. I have a friend who's been watching Survivor. I'm going to get you guys in contact so you can discuss. Yes. I need somebody to text about it. Yeah. She's been watching Survivor and she's been pushing for us to watch Survivor. And I think I might, I might do it. Cave. It's great. The backstabbing, the blindsiding, the just watching people lose their goddamn minds because they're hungry. Mm. A comedian from LA was on this latest season that I watched. Season 24. Which one? Bill Posley. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He was on Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, it's, it's always weird watching comedians that you've seen around town show up on shows. Like, I, this is 
maybe irrelevant. My brother used to do stand up a lot. So I was like kind of exposed to stand up when I was like 16 or 17, like just a lot of weird underground stand ups. And there was this stand up comedian whose name is escaping me now, which is too bad. But she ended up being a fucking contestant on Flavor of Love. Oh, wow. Her name was like Becky something. Becky Johnson. But what did she go by? I was going to say Becky Buckwild. She went by Becky Buckwild. She was Buckwild? Yes. That's that's wild. <laughs> so I've seen I've seen Becky Buckwild like, holy shit, she's sixty six. No, How old was she when she was in Flavor of Love? Whoa. Anyways, whatever. I used to see her do stand up like when I was like a teenager, you know, and like sneaking into my brother's shows. And like now, I saw her on Flavor of Love, and I was like, even at the time when I was not super educated on like what's what's good and what's not i was like this is offensive oh boy you're you're doing a bad thing on vh1 right now uh-huh so wild yeah are, are you uh are you throwing anything out i'm throwing out donald trump baby we all are throwing him out in a few days um, bye baby bye later loser yeah, we will be done with his presidency on Wednesday. So depending on when you're listening to this, it's either two days, one day, or it's in the past. I will say this, though, that I'm like legitimately throwing out is that I have not been able to find a fucking donation center, any Goodwills or anyone who's accepting donations right now. And I believe I talked a couple weeks ago now on the podcast about how I was throwing a lot of stuff away and like doing minimalist shit. My car is still full of the stuff that I've been needing to donate. Because I cannot, for the fucking life of me, find a place that is accepting donations right now. So I'm throwing out right now donation centers at Goodwill. You need to open back up. I wonder if they're doing that for safety. Well, hasn't it? Don't we know at this point that you're not going to catch COVID from like surfaces? I I know, but I I just feel like the risk might be too hard. It looks like I'm living in my car, Erica. <laughs> I also have like seven trash bags of clothes that I'm trying to get rid of. I'm try I I finally sold some stuff on Poshmark, so I'm taking it back. I'm not throwing it out anymore. Oh good. I sold two things. What are you throwing out now? Also Donald Trump. Bye bitch. <laughs> Bye bitch. We're done. You're fired. You are fired. This is the time. Where do the people find you? They can find me at Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram, and they can find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can always email us at Trashy Trashy Podcast at gmail.com. Where can the people find you, Cass? At Cass Cardenas on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, please email us. Let us know why you're trash this week. And thank you, thank you, thank you to all the listeners who give us reviews and send us stories. All of our little baby trash cans, we love you so much. We hope you like the name. <laughs> Let us know if you like the name. We yeah. are up to 72 reviews in the iTunes charts. And that's because of you telling a friend and you writing yes. in. Yes. And if you don't listen to us on iTunes, you listen to us on like Spotify or like something else, review us there too. Can they do that? No, but they can They can follow and subscribe. Great. Great. Do that. I'm sure you already <laughs> do. But do it again. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. We love you, our little baby trash cans. Cass? What's up? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye. Bye-bye.